Hey guys, welcome back to Delving Into the Cold. This is Dee. This is the third week of Dark Happenings Month, and this is Haunting Week. We're going to be talking about a um, location that's very close to where I live called Witch Dance. Um, it's part of the Tom Bigby National Forest, but it's on the Natchez Trace Parkway which is a huge stretch of national um, forestry road that goes across a couple of different states. Um, it's a couple of miles south of Tupelo, Mississippi, which is um, the birthplace of Elvis Presley. If you guys didn't know that. Um, and every landmark on the Natchez Trace has a sign that explains why the site is relevant um, and a bit of its history. And so the sign outside of Witch Dance says this, and I quote, Witch Dance, the very name conjures visions of eerie midnights, swirling black capes, and brooms stacked against a nearby tree. The old folks say the witches once gathered here to dance, and that when it, wherever their feet touched the ground, the grass withered and died, never to grow again. Impossible? Maybe so, but look around for, look for a hidden spot where no grass grows. So, I mean, that tells you a little bit about the legend. Um, I've been there, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but... People around here especially definitely believe that this place is haunted, definitely believe that there's something going on there, and they most certainly believe the legend about um, the black footprints in the grass. Um, it's considered one of the most haunted places in Mississippi, and it's actually in, is listed in one of my favorite books of all time called 13 Mississippi Ghosts and Jeffrey. Um, the author's name is Wyndham. You guys should check it out. It's great. Highly recommend it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the history of witch dance. Long before there were witches that danced there, um, there was the Hopewell people from about 200 BC to 580. Now, many of these Hopewell people became, um, members of the Chickasaw and Choctaw tribes. And they most likely came to the area originally um, because they were escaping the tyranny in Mexico. It was really an oppressive time in Mexico and they wanted to get away, so they came here. And a lot of the culture and the religion from their ties in Mexico carried over to this area. Um, and when they came to the area, they brought the bones of their ancest ancestors with them. And eventually, they started putting them in a mound. Um, and the mounds grew as more and more tribe members died. And these became known as the Bynum Mounds. And these mounds are about halfway between Witch Dance itself and Houston, Mississippi. So, they're very close to Witch Dance. Um, and I don't know about in other areas of the country, but a, a huge thing um, around here, especially on the Natchez Trace, is uh, burial mounds. There are a lot of them, uh, and 
a lot of them are really, really big. And then there are some that are smaller. So this is something that I grew up seeing. So I'm used to it, but I can understand why it may sound a little strange. Um, and apparently they claimed to have been led to the area by divine intervention. They were led by um, their chief and his white dog, and he carried a stick with him. And every night he would place the stick in the ground. And the next morning when he woke up, the stick would have been moved, and that would indicate to him that they need to keep moving. And eventually the stick stopped moving and stood straight up, and that was where they settled and put their mound. Um, two brothers from the tribe, Chiksa and Chata, uh, would eventually divide the tribe in pretty much half, and they would create the Chickasaw and Choctaw tribes. So this is ancient, ancient, ancient stuff, and we're about to get into where the witches come into play. The witches supposedly came to the area because they heard that the area um, had some type of mysticism surrounding it because of the Native Americans. So they came and they began to meet there, they would dance, they would feast, they would perform rituals and work on strengthening their abilities. Um, and they would do this, of course, you know, in like the dead of night. No records exist proving the names or where these witches came from, but um, it's definitely uh, a legend that these witches were here, and that that's, you know, something that was a thing around here, and I can't tell you for 100% certain that it's true or not, but people certainly believe it. Um, and so when the Chickasaw and Choctaw tribes saw the black patches of grass where the witches danced and um, wherever their feet touched the ground supposedly the uh, grass died and nothing grows there. Um, and those spots do exist. People have seen them. Lots of people have seen them. People specifically look for them. So they do exist. That is a thing that happened, but I'm not saying it's from witches. Um, but anyway, when the Chickasaw and Choctaw tribes started seeing this, they began avoiding the area. They thought that that was too much bad juju for them and they just refused to go to the area. And I mean, I can't blame them. Um, and Andrew Jackson even mentioned witch dance in his journal. And this is just a random fact. It didn't happen at witch dance, but it happened on the Nash's Trace. Meriwether Lewis actually died on the Nash's Trace. And I'm sure you know who that is. Lewis and Clark, you know, expedition. Anyway, um, and the Natchez Trace was especially bad for thieves and killers. They would just, you know, completely terrorize people on the Natchez Trace, especially in um, certain more wooded areas. And one of the, uh, the groups was known as the Harp Brothers. And people believe that these people, you know, killed and raped and robbed and 
dismembered so many people that they've been damned to haunt the Natchez Trace for all of eternity. Now, one of these men in particular, uh, when told about the legends by a Native American, he mocked the legend. He began stomping into the um, black patches on the ground. Nothing happened to him immediately. He went back home to, I believe he lived in Kentucky. When he got to Kentucky, a posse hunted him down and killed him. One of them decapitated him and hung his head on a tree. Now, legend states that a witch came, got his skull, ground it up, and used it to make potion. Um, and people claim that you can still hear cackling coming from the woods. It's kind of, I guess, the witch's way of saying, you know, you mocked us, now we're mocking you. Um, it's now a bike and horse trail and campground. So, I mean, you know, people go there when they're riding their motorcycles or when they want to take their horses out for a ride, uh, which doesn't sound all that exciting. But like I said, I've been there. Now, I went at night, which, by the way, totally not legal, but shh. Um, and it was definitely eerie. You could feel it's kind of oppressive feeling. Uh, you could definitely see how people got nervous there because the landscape itself, there's a lot of sharp drops and there's a lot of cliffs and it's really like a hilly, rocky area. Um, and you can just almost imagine seeing things out of the corner of your eye. So I get why people would say it's haunted. And, uh, you know, I, again, I went at night, so I didn't see any of the, uh, black patches in the grass, but there are enough stories to where I definitely believe that people are seeing something, um, and I believe personally in spirits and ghosts and such. I can see why a lot of people wouldn't. It's totally fine. I don't judge either way. Um, but... Yeah, that's Witch Dance. Uh, why don't you guys hit me up with a haunt that's local to you, and I may feature it in an upcoming episode. Um, next week is going to be History Week, and we're going to be doing the Salem Witch Trials. So, look forward to that. It's probably going to be a bit of a longer episode, because there's a lot to talk about. Um, and then the next week will be the final week of Dark Happenings Month, and you'll get two episodes. So, I look forward to that. And I look forward to Dark Happenings Month all year. I've been planning for months what I wanted to talk about this month. And it's just a time when I can kind of do cases that I wouldn't normally do. I don't do a lot of conspiracy theories. I don't do a lot of haunting cases or history cases. Um, but it's, it feels like the perfect time of year to do that kind of thing, you know? Alright guys, that's all I've got for you today. Stay safe, stay curious, and I'll see you next time.